the train began to move. Harry watched the girl and her mother disappear as the train rounded the corner. Houses flashed past the window. Harry felt a great leap of excitement. While they had been talking, the train had carried them out of London. Now they were speeding past fields full of cows and sheep. They were quiet for a time, watching the fields and lanes flick past. Around half past twelve, there was a great clattering outside in the corridor, and a smiling, dimpled woman slid back their door and said, Anything off the trolley, dears? The countryside now flying past the window was becoming wilder. The neat fields had gone. Now there were woods, twisting rivers and dark green hills. A voice echoed through the train. We will be reaching Hogwarts in five minutes' time. Please leave your luggage on the train. It will be taken to the school separately. The train slowed right down and finally stopped. People pushed their way towards the door and out onto a tiny, dark platform. Hello, loyal listeners. Welcome aboard Wanderlust. I'm Nicholas Longbottom, Ravenclaw extraordinaire and fat controller for today. This is the Harry Potter locations podcast where four quarantined walking tour guides curate you through every single book location in tantalizing detail. This week we're hurtling ever closer to the mothership of locations on the Hogwarts Express. We'll be steaming through info on the history of trains, exploring the route, the layout, the all-important encounters, and making a stop at Hogsmeade Station. You have joined us in carriage fun, your fellow passengers, <laughs> are chronic wafflers, but uh, don't worry, Nick Ollivander is the technical engine driver, and Steph Black is keeping us on the tracks, or at least not fully derailed. Joining me on the trolley of friendship is... <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Will Hagrid, uh, so named because though you can't see me, I look a lot like Doris Crockford. Um, and if I sound slightly breathless, it's because I uh, enjoyed Nick's Scottish accent so much that I had to move away from the microphone. Um, <laughs> it was glorious. I am glad. <laughs> um, I shall be talking about the route of the Hogwarts Express and a certain viaduct. Hi, I'm Alex Scamander. I'm a Hufflepuff, and I also enjoyed Nick's Scottish accent. Um, today, I'll be talking about the real uh, Hogwarts Express and talking about the Hogwarts Express's final destination, Hogsmeade Ooh. Station. Ooh. Ooh, good rhyme. Uh, I'm Greta Granger. I thought Nick's accent was fine. And today I'm talking about <laughs> Hogwarts Express a history and the many reasons why the trolley lady should have her own spin-off. Oh. oh, a bold claim. As bold as Tom the Landlord. Um, so I do actually have a warning. This podcast may include odd spoilers of The Cursed Child. In an attempt to hashtag keep the secrets, none of the spoilers are fundamental to The Cursed Child plot. However, should you wish to know absolutely nothing of The Cursed Child, I will say spoilers to give you adequate time to skip the next couple of seconds. Thank you. Well-delivered disclaimer. It was so, so yeah. businesslike and efficient. Thank you. Yeah. Not my first rodeo. Going on to Hogwarts Express at history. Before the Hogwarts Express actually existed, there were a multitude of different ways that students could get to Hogwarts. So they had broomsticks, they had apparition, although of course they couldn't apparate within the Hogwarts grounds, as we know that's not possible. We all know they, that. Some other people use obviously. Some other people use <laughs> magic creatures and porkies. Now porkies had some <clears> slight <throat> problems. First of all, sightings my muggles were a plenty. But also, hmm. there is logistics problems with Porkies, because apparently up to one third of students would fail to arrive at the beginning of every year <laughs> because they missed their Porky oh. slot, because Porkies are obviously unremarkable. Were they the Hufflepuffs? 
Shut well, up. Hang, hang on. <laughs> but surely, but surely that's a similar issue for the train because the train will leave at a specific time as well. It sounds to me like a thinly veiled excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry, I couldn't find the portkey. (laughs) I had to be on holiday for another term. Are you selling portkeys? And that's where the name comes from. (laughs) Wouldn't that be interesting? That is a lie, ladies and gentlemen, from chronic liar Alex Commander. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And it's my job to discredit you on this Every podcast. episode. I should have added that in the disclaimer. Warning, yeah. Alex does lie. I'd like to clarify for the listeners, Alex is actually the most truthful of all of us. And uh, if any of us are a liar, it's probably me. But Alex can't ever tell when I'm lying. So. so, but where did they get this train? Like, it's a massive train. Well, I'm so glad you asked. So the train was acquired by Minister for Magic, Ottoline Gamble, in a move you might say was a bit of a gamble. Hoy. And oh, no. the, the, the puns the, are thick and fast this year. <laughs> but the reason Ottoline got the train was because she was actually very fond of muggle transportation. Now, the problem with this is that a lot of the pure blood wizarding families were not happy that muggle transportation was being used. So a lot of them complained and said, our oh, child's not going on that. But I wonder which uh, members, like which houses these yeah, people belong actually, to who complain we... about using... I mean, just look at look at their names. Like, if they've got a name like Milblebank or Galbelflig, <laughs> then they're probably evil families. Train hater. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our producer is not amused by any of this. So <laughs> putting the brakes on it, if you will. Hey. That won't be the last time we're going to hear that joke today. No, that's... that's uh... But I have it that it was acquired the train in 1830, but Will, I understand that you've got a bit of a different story on this, so I'm going to let you kick off and then we'll swoop in and have an express off. Much fun. Ooh, that sounds thrilling. <laughs> right, so... Um, crew. It can't be from crew, but it is. At the point where the train is supposed to have been stolen, I read um, 1837, the train works in crew did not exist. Okay. Furthermore, there would be no trains into London at all until at some point in the late 1830s. Furthermore, <laughs> King's Cross would not be built until the 1850s. So, well, I think that... So the reason why I think it's 1830s that J.K. Rowling picked this year for a reason, because, fact the first, in that exact year, 1830, Peter Cooper created the Tom Thumb Steam Locomotive. Can't say that word. (laughs) Locomotive to run on a carrier railroad track. And steam trains were really big this year. It was also August of that year. They've always been pretty big, haven't they? No, no. They they were really little and sweet originally. There was one called Puffing Billy, one of the really early ones. Oh. Ha ha, Alex. Damn it. He is delightful. <laughs> well, also in the 1830s, that is the year that King George IV of England died, and a statue of the king was then built in 1835 on a plot of land that became which station? Was uh, it King's, King's Cross? Cross? It was King's Cross! Yeah. Oh, oh that's lots of fun. Amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got an excellent, uh, excellent joke I just came up with. Go for it. What is the Hogwarts Express's favourite house? Go on. Hufflepuff, puff, 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 puff. Subscribe. Oh, that's lovely. I feel like we've lost our train of thought. Oh, oh my lord. Um, all right, we're back on track. So what I'm going to do um, <laughs> oh. is... <laughs> Steaming ahead. 
This is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> but I hear you guys say, if it was built by muggles, which it was in crew, doesn't that breach the International Statute of Wizarding Secrecy, first signed in 1689 and then officially established in 1692? Well, yes, you're right. And <laughs> no, you're but what the, the ministry had to do, they had to conduct a large-scale operation involving 167 memory charms, as well as the biggest concealment charm ever performed in Britain. So what they essentially did, they got the crew... Crew crew, to build, <laughs> crew crew or choo choo to build it and then they essentially stole it and then used the train themselves and the crew the members of crew uh, it's really confusing the, 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 crew, the name crew, <laughs> it's perfectly simple crew crew of crew <laughs> the crew at crew then were left wondering where now did the train go so that's how we got the Hogwarts Express guys so there wow. you go so some well. muggles were bullied, is what you're saying, basically, by the wisdom. <laughs> so, there are different characters on the train. Of course, we know that the prefects have their own carriages near the front of the train. Uh, there is also, did we know there was a buffet car on the train, guys? No. Well, that well, that's, that's interesting. Trolley, that's trolley lady, trolley. Obsolete, no, then, no, it? it's, it's different. It is different. So to be fair, this has only appeared on the video game, but there is apparently <laughs> a separate buffet car as well that you can go to so all this time i thought that harry was stealing everyone's food but actually i very good point because i thought that when he's like we'll take the lot and i'm like you greedy little yeah i scallywag. you, <laughs> you were gonna ruin your dinner harry potter yeah come on that's the real reason draco hates him is because he took all the he'd been getting these sweets yeah yeah, yeah yeah draco was one chocolate frog away from having the set <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why he becomes evil so dark so, yeah, yeah, buffet car. People like food, Draco Malfoy. Um, but <laughs> do, <laughs> where, I hear you say, are the real Hogwarts Expresses? Where are they now, Alex? Well, I'm glad you asked. I quite enjoy this new, utterly <laughs> unsubtle approach to our <laughs> Like Every week we've been so careful about, yeah. like, oh, how do we ease into the next person? Yeah. Well, did you know, to start off with, that the Hogwarts Express that we see in the movie was a real train? Hey, what, what, what? I know, I know. It was a steam locomotive. The number is 5972, and it had the name Alton Hall. That's Alton, not Alton. I don't think my my accent can say O-L-T-O-N properly. And actually, it caused some controversy amongst train spotters because they, of course, had to paint it red because that's what the Express looks like. But those trains are supposed to be green. And let me tell you, some fans of the great Western Railway trains were not happy with this. (laughs) It was very controversial. (laughs) It's like Santa Claus all over again, isn't it? Because he was green and then he was red. Oh, yeah. But there, there's actually three full-size replicas of of the train. Um, the train does exist somewhere, but there are three fakes. But the actual one, the real one, uh, I don't suppose anyone can guess where it is. Uh, I, I know. Scotland. <laughs> it's <Dude>. in Scotland. <laughs> uh, well, it's not at the moment, so... Oh, oh is it not? No, Plot no, twist. no. Uh, well, the producer, Steph, can. Steph Black got it. It's at the studios currently. Um, it's until their lease runs out. They've got it there. Really? Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the real one. Um, yeah, apparently the lease is going to run out at some point. So, you know, get there quick. I mean, after the lockdown, obviously. Right. So that means that the prop won't be have going on any routes at the moment. Speaking of routes, Will. <laughs> oh, masterful. Uh, thank you. Beautifully done. Oh, thank you. There are actually two maps of the uh, the possible route of the Hogwarts Express. One 
was worked out by our old friends Mad as a Fish. Ah. Mad as a Fish tries to work out uh, in 2014 uh, the location of Hogwarts, and they do that using the Hogwarts Express route as evidence of, of where Hogwarts might be. I oh. can't recommend this highly enough. They they work out the sunset times at the particular latitude. They uh, calculate the train speed. And based on all that, they, they work out this map. However... <laughs> There is another map of the route of the Hogwarts Express on stage in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh. And the two oh, wow. maps are in no way the same. Um, they, they diverge on one very, very, very important point. First of all, I should say, the map of the Hogwarts Express in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, you can't find anywhere. It's nowhere online. <laughs> um, no. For very obvious reasons. They're yeah, really, yeah. Um, <clears throat> really big on not giving spoilers. Yeah. However... Uh, City Metrics editor, a guy called John Ellidge, who also used to write for the New Statesman, um, mm. went to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on two separate days, and he got so excited um, <laughs> in between the uh, uh, the first part and the second part that there was a map of the Hogwarts <laughs> Express route in the show that he wrote an editorial on it. Oh, wow. Um, oh. He says uh, there may well have been other things going on in the scene at the same time, but he has no idea because he was so busy studying the map. And he's drawn a picture of what he remembers the map looking like. That's available online as well. Ah. And um, in Scotland, it goes in a fundamentally different direction. Mad as a fish points out that the best way of charting the route of the Hogwarts Express is to follow the, the route of the Ford Anglia. Quick refresher on the books. Uh, Harry misses the Hogwarts Express. Oh, no. So does Ron. So oh. they have to steal um, Ron's dad's car and <laughs> uh, and fly. Following the Hogwarts Express, they dip every half hour uh, down from the cloud level to just check that they're, they're still going in the right way. And JK goes into a lot more information on the route that they follow from the car. So they start off, as you say, Nick, at King's Cross. They then go through Greenfields. Greenfields tell us nothing. They could be literally anywhere. All um, <laughs> fields are green. It's very undescript. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well done, Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading, haven't you? <laughs> I hate to show off, guys, but uh, I know colours. Un unlike a certain right Sam, isn't unlike it? a Ravenclaw on this podcast. <laughs> oh, wow, that was a low blow. I'm sorry. And nobody's going to get that. You started Listeners, I am, uh, I am colourblind. <laughs> But uh, I, I, I too know that fields are green. Yeah. <laughs> Proceed. So yes, green, green fields. Not the most descriptive of, uh, of, of epithets. Um, it then uh, goes north. It's always going north through um, purple moorlands. In common with Mad as a Fish, I, I think that's very likely to be the North York Moors. Um, it's uh, a huge area of purple moorlands on the way to Scotland. Um, it then passes a massive city. Um JK does not say which one. That's a point of contention. Uh, and uh, then they start getting bored. Uh, they're thirsty because they've had too much toffee. Um, she talks about that for a bit. And then they dip just as the sun's setting and they pass a snow-capped mountain. There's two other clues. The uh, Ford Anglia is spotted following the exact route of the Hogwarts Express above uh, Norfolk. 
doesn't say which bit of Norfolk, by somebody called Hetty Bayliss, and above Peebles. If the express does go through the North York Moors, it probably travels on the North Yorkshire Moors Railway, um, which is delightful and nearly fits the timeline because it opened in 1836. So it's 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 one of the oldest uh, train lines in the UK. Um, both maps absolutely converge up to this point. Here is where the maps um, disagree. Both maps have the express going vaguely past Edinburgh. That makes a lot of sense. It's 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 where J.K. Rowling is exists and and wrote the uh, the series. However, Mads of Fish's map takes us east along the coast and back round. The official inverted commas cursed child map goes the other way. It goes left. <laughs> it goes west. But what's the big thing? It goes over the um. The bridgey thing. Mm. That's actually almost certainly not on the route. Um, oh. But that's the iconic bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, you've kind of blown my mind that they show the map in Cursed Child. I, 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 I've only seen it once, so I, and I clearly wasn't paying enough attention. One thing quickly to cover. It doesn't fully work with the train lines that exist. Um, but it has been pointed out online that, like the night bus, the Hogwarts Express could just leap from track yeah. to track. It is an enchanted train. Oh, That's always yeah. what I kind of imagined, to be honest. There was some something a bit more magical going on with the routes rather than just being like a normal, like just one train route that a muggle train could easily accidentally get on <laughs> and dump at Hogsmeade <laughs> Station. Like, it makes sense to me yeah. that there must be a magical aspect to the route. Because it runs on magic as well. It doesn't use any, like, coal or anything. So it's actually a very green train in more <laughs> ways than one. steam. <laughs> so the bridge doesn't feature at all, then, the old... Uh... Oh, it's, cool it's certainly never mentioned in the books, no. It is a massive cool bridge. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. It's in three of the Harry Potter films. It's a great bridge, this bridge. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 21 span curved viaduct, I believe. Yeah, uh, yes, <laughs> wow. it is. It's a thousand metres long. Mm-hmm. It's called the Glenfinnan Viaduct. Completed in 1898. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever this week? <laughs> I'm just a fan. <laughs> Carry on, Will. <laughs> Nick, what kind of bricks are on there? There are no bricks. Uh, it's it's oh. made entirely of concrete. I see. I see your trap that you sprung all yourself already. Hey, Nick, <laughs> made entirely now, is it Nick. made of reinforced concrete or mass concrete? It's made without reinforcement. Yes, it's mass concrete. One point. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's also, yes. many, many claim, to be the world's first major mass concrete structure since Roman times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you have more to say about the old Glenfinnan's viaduct? Uh, well, a, a couple of fun, interesting things. Uh, the first is that there may well be a horse inside it. What? Um, My it's God. quite likely there's a story that a horse um, fell into one of the pillars while they were uh, while they were building it and um, just died in the concrete. Um, oh, oh, you know what? If he was just a case of viaduct, he should, should have just said nay. <laughs> God. <laughs> We've oh, moved on to horse buns. Oh, God. Oh. To be fair, it probably gives the train more horse buns. <laughs> oh. oh, synthesis. Um, <laughs> the other thing um, is the Harry Potter fans. Um, they have, I say they, we, uh, have really <laughs> tried to ruin this viaduct for everyone. At one point... It was estimated that fully 16% of all the cases of trespass on railways in Scotland were Harry Potter fans on the Glenfinnan Viaduct. Oh my wow. Uh, but of course, the Hogwarts wow. Express, because it's an iconic sort of um, 
place to film that segment, they often stop there. Like that's nearly always the place where the train comes to a stop. The train is only stopped twice in the books. Can anyone tell me which two occasions and why the train is stopped? Well, one's definitely dement- the Dementors mm. in Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, yeah. And there's the other when uh, Arthur's car <laughs> almost crashes into it. No, I know that's not it, but I like the idea that... No, that, surprisingly that not. They don't stop with that. It's not... <laughs> I mean, in the movie, they have a scene where a Death Eater stops the train in Death Hell is part one, but that's not in the book, I don't think. It... It, well, it is, actually. Mm-hmm. They stop it to abduct uh, Luna Lovegood. Oh, yeah. her father's yeah. seditious yeah. writings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. the only two times in the book. That's a really the horrible moment, mm. I remember. Like, it's quite scary. It's like, really quite scary. And then she doesn't even get to go to Hogsmeade. Oh. Yeah, and that's the best place. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of Hogsmeade! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> such, but, such a quick segue. Well, <laughs> for the first movie, um, controversially, from what we've just been talking about, it was not... The station in the first film was not filmed in Scotland. Uh, it was filmed in, Nor- in a, the North Yorkshire Moors at a railway station called... Gothland, where it's practically unchanged. Actually, when they filmed it, um, the only thing they would have the only they would have changed a few signs, of course. And uh, when you have that really big shot at the end of the movie, um, you sort of course see Hogwarts. It'll come as no surprise to hear that that's CGI and uh, not a real co- castle in the background. Oh. I think most of the scenes are CGI. I think they did actually a lot to cover what it probably actually looks like. So I'm sure you're just going to see towns and stuff in the background, which won't look as good uh, for the film. But I wonder whether uh, any of you guys know which scene in the whole Harry Potter series was filmed first. <sighs> this is oh, the I, I, know this. I think I know. Is it the very last one because Emma Watson's got the teeth in and Harry's wearing the contact lenses? You are absolutely right, yeah. and you've just mentioned two facts I was going to talk about. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Alex, we are all... I know, I know. It's, it's, it's surprising for a lot of fans. A lot of fans don't know this, but no, I, I figured you guys yeah, would. And yeah, you're absolutely right, uh, Greta. They did try to give Emma Watson fake book teeth, because of course that is what Hermione is supposed to have. She is very um, She's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, so the teeth are actually tiny books. Is yeah. that what it means? It's definitely what it is. Where do you think she gets her knowledge? Sorry, carry I, on. I live for the puns. <laughs> yeah, and in the scene, so when they were filming it, she couldn't really, of course, talk properly. Um, so they'd film the scene and for the rest of the movie, they decided to remove them. So they tried to edit around it for the actual scene. But if you really do look out for them in that final scene, you can see she's got book teeth. Nothing, I, I'd never spotted this before, but it was until I, I discovered this fact. And, Every time I watch it, I can re- I just really notice them. Like there's line where she goes like, "Oh, it doesn't really feel like we're going home, does it?" You know that line? I yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you can really. It's strange to be going home. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. It, it, it... I'm not going really? home. Not really. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Whether you like it or not. Um, but in that scene, yeah, in that little line of hers, you can really tell she's got fake teeth. And as you also mentioned, Gretz. Mm. Um, uh, Dan has green eyes. He's got contact lenses in because, of course, it's very important in the story that Harry has green eyes. Mm. And so they gave him contact les- lenses originally, and Dan sadly was allergic to them. Um, so you know, there's that scene at that moment in that scene where Hagrid gives Harry the book with a picture of his parents in, mm-hmm. and it's got that really cl- lovely close-up of Harry looking down at the book, and he's kind of getting teary-eyed. Um, it turns out that that's not actually Daniel Radcliffe's acting ability. It's just allergies. It's an allergic <laughs> reaction. And that's, that's why that's why his eyes are watering so much. But it really works for the scene. So clearly, the director <laughs> probably, or producers weren't that annoyed yeah. that he was allergic to them. We can all use a little does. allergy in our acting. Ah, uh, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But to carry on the eyes thing, because of course they decided against it because they didn't want ha- uh, Dan to be struggling the whole movie. Um, and they considered having it digital for the whole film, you know, like li- every single frame colouring his eyes green. Uh, and they were like, God, that's going to be so expensive. You know, we can't do that. So they finally decided to ask J.K. Rowling, like, look, we're really struggling here. You can't wear contact lenses. It's going to be really expensive to dig- um, change his eyes digitally. Mm. Do we really need to make them green? And she's like, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, she wasn't that bothered about it. She's just, the only thing she really said was like, as long as they look like the mothers, like Lily's. Well, young Lily has brown eyes, doesn't she? Which is just... Does she? Yeah, which just oh threw God. me entirely, oh, they entirely off. They entirely gave yeah. up then. <laughs> but in the fifth movie, now this was really quite interesting for me because I, in the fifth movie, if you remember when they go to Hogsmeade Station, it looks entirely different, which of course is not the first time this has happened in the film <laughs> series where suddenly location changes. And I thought it was actually going to be really hard to find where they filmed this station um, because I'd heard about the station in the first one. That was kind of fairly common knowledge but i'd never heard about where they filmed in the fifth movie so i did a bit of research and they filmed at a place called black park country park um which is found on the outskirts of london it's actually adjacent to pinewood studios Uh, yeah yeah. i know and it really kind of blew my mind Mm. and i did a lot of research and i really want to go to this park now partly they've filmed there previously in harry potter and it's often the real location for the forbidden forest um, which again, I should not don't want to go into too much detail, but pretty much when you see a real bit of, oh, bit of forest, it? it is this um, it's this country park, um, and it's not the only film they film filmed there because because it's right next to Pinewood Studios, they film a fair few James Bond movies in there, cool. um, in, including Octopussy, Goldfinger, and Casino Royale. Um, <laughs> Some of the best. But it also fits what we know of uh, from the books a bit more, I think, because of course the Forbidden Forest is going to be fairly near near um, the station. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And when Harry crosses the lake, apparently he does smell pine, uh, pine trees. So yeah, actually it's a bit more suitable, the station they picked in um, in that one, I'd say. Also weirdly a lot closer for them to film at. Uh, yes. So it's <laughs> yeah. kind of weird they didn't do it first. <laughs> I'd just quickly say they also did build, of course, the station there. The the bit of stone and stuff you see was built by them, just to quickly add that in case people are expecting to find it. An um, actual station, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to suppose that the Black Cart uh, the Black Park Country Park is right next to the Black League Country Lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's very frequently visited it? by the crew from crew. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a nice idea. It's a nice idea. In fact, yeah. you know what? I just realised, I just made the connection, um, that the studios that I just mentioned that are next to are called Pinewood. Oh, so I'm going to assume that those trees must be pine. <laughs> oh, it all connects, guys. Talking of pining... <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, the trolley so, lady. Apparently on the Hogwarts Express, there are no other adults apart from the trolley lady and the driver, which feels like a bit of an oversight. And Professor Lupin. And, and the and teachers, Slugborn. if you just let me finish. <laughs> well done, Alex. Pedantry points Thank to you. you. Thank you. Oh, I took your teeth thing away, so now you've just you got interject with the teachers. Yeah, Fine. absolutely. Fine. Now I'm on the attack. <laughs> I see. Well, yeah. according to the, tr- uh, the the trolley lady as well, the train doesn't take kindly to students who try and leave when it's moving, which, spoiler alert. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. If you have seen Cursed Child, you will know this because the trolley lady literally follows Albus and Scorpius to the roof of the train in their fourth year and tells them that they can't leave and that others have tried. Can anyone remember who are the people who tried to leave the Hogwarts Express? That the I remember. Who is it, guys? 
It's Where James you... Potter and Sirius Black. It is. There's oh, other what? two other people she mentioned. Fred and George well Weasley. Paying attention, love it. They always <laughs> come in pairs. They always come in pairs. Yeah, you got to leave by two. You got to have a buddy when you leave. That's the rule. Yeah, Which... yeah. You've got to make sure one of them survives the jump. Do you have your exit, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that is finding. Yes, Nemo. it is. Well done. <laughs> uh, so, so going back to our lovely trolley lady, she was a kind witch, but she turns pretty sinister people tried to get off she could transform her hands into claws and she actually admits as well that each pumpkin pasties on the trolley are actually mini grenades which is quite sinister so did so oh, when harry oh. bought everything off the trolley did, did, did they buy grenades yes they did apparently so yes <laughs> so i love she- it there was a there was a scene where like it was an exterior shot of the train just the, an explosion coming out on the windows <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say it's, it's i mean obviously cursed child is full of a few controversial um things but i for me that's one of the highest i, I the whole trolley lady stuff i was a bit like what is happening right now yeah. like really Again, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Ending off the spoilers, end of the spoilers. Let's go back in time and... and Obliviate yourselves. (laughs) That's another spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) But there is a bit of a theory, guys, that the trolley lady is not even real. Have we heard of this? There is is a fan theory that apparently she's actually just an illusion of the Hogwarts Express. So she's a spell that's been put on it to stop people from exiting the train. Although... I can actually disprove this because in 1997 <laughs> she attends the funeral of Alvis Dumbledore. So either that is some pretty darn strong magic, oh, or yeah. that, <laughs> or so does the train. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The train really misses him. Yeah, I like that yeah. idea. She's like, you might go down the aisle going, Anything off the trolley's dears? Was <laughs> then morning? Not now. <laughs> we are eulogizing. <laughs> Read the rule, trolley lady. <laughs> I just wonder. So many people must be a bit afraid of her if they tried to get off, and she. She's then turned into this like claw monster that's throwing grenades at them. So I just have a wonder yeah. whether in future years she's gone well, I mean, anything like the trolley dears? And people have gone, That's no, basically no. the green goblin. <laughs> yes, exactly. But also, the fact that we have been calling her the trolley lady this entire time leads very nicely onto my next point. Does anyone know her name? Uh, trolley lady, um, I believe. Lady trolley, I believe. <laughs> she's a, a noble. All great guesses. Uh, Lolly Trady. Magda. You will not know her name because it was a trick question. She doesn't have one. So this oh. is where we're going to play a game. Oh. Which that's, the least fun, that's the least fun quiz we can do when you ask us a question and there is no <laughs> there answer is no to answer. it. Well, that's what you Just get for interrupting me. We're also going to play a game <laughs> called Which Witch Is This Witch? And we're going to have to name the trolley lady. Can we name her? Come up with any name you like. Doris Crockford said uh, Steph. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I'm, I want that to be Doris Crockford now. Yeah, she's my favourite. Hello, pumpkin face. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Well, Doris Crockford was kind of close to mine because I called her Mildred Crockenbrook. So, oh, maybe, very nice. Oh, maybe. Oh, uh, it might as well. Interesting. Uh, Interesting little fact for you. My great-grandmother was called Delilah Twelve Trees, which I've always thought is a very, very good witchy name. I've got a new name for the trolley lady. Um, Delilah Twelve Trees. Yes! That is her name now. I see your game, Hufflepuff. (laughs) Oh, well, there we go. We haven't named her, so uh, pointless segment. But there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we have. I, I think it's Doris Crockford. I like the idea that it's Doris okay, Crockford. Okay, we'll go, we'll go with Doris. I think it's uh, Quirrell in increasingly more desperate disguises. <laughs> <laughs> she could just be a random dog. Um, she could be a random dog. That's my theory. Yeah. The trolley lady coming through is quite an event on the train. <laughs> 
Does, uh, does anyone know any other events that happened on the train? Oh, God. speaking of events. Interesting. Speaking of events, the first and perhaps most significant event, of course, is that Harry meets Ron. Uh, and subsequently Hermione Granger. Um, uh, Harry meets Ron on the platform, surely. I think it depends on your definition of the word meet. Oh, the... fair, 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 fair. Yeah. yeah. He, he meets... It... I'm going to delete that one. <laughs> Second two. The first... <laughs> we heard so, the sound of you that deleting yeah, that. Was, <laughs> was it deleted from your brain? <laughs> but it was. So in the books, uh, Harry rejects Draco's offer of friendship. Mm. And snubbing of Ron, spawning enmity for years. Yeah. This happens uh, on the way to Hogwarts. So um, it's interesting, I thought, that Draco takes the initiative to approach Harry and attempt to befriend him in the first place, because surely his dad would have gone, Harry Potter's going this year, you yeah. should stay clear of that little one. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh, keep the enemy's yeah, close. Odd, isn't it? Who knows what would have happened if he'd accepted his friendship. Yeah. Further down the line, of course, <clears throat> there is uh, when Harry suspects Draco Malfoy is a Death Eater, he enters the slithering carriage in his cloak to mm. eavesdrop, but is caught by Malfoy, mm. and uh, Malfoy breaks yeah. his nose. Uh, Hermione Brutal. meets Ronald on the train, that definitely yeah, happens in you the books. You can't no, disprove I, this. I, I'll agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Um, I actually found a website devoted to the theory that, you know, Hermione loves Ron right from the very first mm. moment Aww. she sees him. Uh, and one of the things she... Um, she, they bring up for this is that Hermione notices the dirt on Ron's nose right away, so she's clearly looking at him. Aww. She has a thing um, for noses. Is that what that's? You could says? say she's nosy. There you are. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lavender Brown displays her love for Ron by breathing on the glass and drawing a heart. Uh, do you remember her nickname for Ron? One one. One one. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, he meets the Dementors in third year in 1993. The Dementors stop the train while searching for Sirius Black. Um, developing, obviously, the complex fear that Harry has of Dementors, mm. but he's rescued by Ramus Lupin. God love him. Uh, who is conveniently on the carriage with him. Ramus Lupin, of course, the name is one of those clever J.K. Rowlingisms where you use Canis Lupus, which is Latin for wolf, and Romulus and Ramus is a boy raised by wolves, hence the name Ramus Lupin. Wolfy wolf. Um, <laughs> so there is the question of why he's asleep on the train, because... You know, surely he is he's described himself as not being the most wealthy of fellows, but then the, all the other teachers seem to already be at Hogwarts. Yeah. So uh, there are various theories for why Ramus Lupin is on the train when he is. So he's asleep when they're bored, so he could be recovering from a bout of his werewolfery mm -hmm. and is kind of only just recovering enough in time to get there for the start of term. Mm. He could have been, this is a theory I quite liked, assigned there specifically by Dumbledore to keep an eye on the children in case of Dementors. That's interesting. Yeah, well, um, that's because he's obviously Defense Against the Dark Arts and a member of the Order of the Phoenix, mm. so that makes sense. It's all and he's equipped with chocolate. Yeah. As if he's ready for it. Yeah, true. Steph just pointed out that he could just apparate in Hogsmeade, which is a really good point. I think it kind of um, makes your that theory that you just said make more sense, actually, that it was intentional that he would be on the train. Mm. Why is Slughorn yeah. on the train? Is it just yeah. to meet people? Well, he does the slug club, doesn't he? The first slug club, so... Is that... That's why he does it. They, they have their own carriage. Carriage six, I believe. Oh, wow. Good knowledge. Yes, yes, he's invited. Can I also just say to, uh, about this, actually? This is not in my notes, because I just listen, I've just i been listening to the audiobooks again. I just literally listened to the scene. Um, later in the book, because, um, of course, Slughorn is said to be quite round, and at one point, when they're in Honeydukes, um, he's said to take a, a quarter of the shop. Now, I'm fairly confident <laughs> the carriages are smaller than a sweet shop. I could be wrong. Mm. I think it's a there's a, there's a tardisness to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Like the tents in also in Harry Potter. 
Mm, magic train. Magical train. That scene annoys me, but I'm I'm glad you said that because now I can accept it. <laughs> a lot better. Um, finally, you can sleep easy again. Yeah. I have a amusing question. Well, can for I you go back because you've skipped over a bit? I was going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> again. Which bit? Well, when um, J.K. Rowling was promoting the fourth Harry Potter book, a uh, West Country class Southern railway locomotive named Tor Valley uh, was painted crimson red and was given the Hogwarts Express nameplate. And they considered actually using this for the um, films because, of course, when the fourth book came out was when they were still in pre-production for the first movie. And Chris Columbus decided against it because it looked a little too new. <laughs> And if that fact's too boring for you, I've got another one. Um, when you <laughs> take the tr- train at uh, the Universal Studios, um, you can see, apparently, again, I'm going to reiterate what I've said a few episodes ago, I've never been here, but this is what I've read. Um, hmm. You will see, there's a bit where you see Malfoy Manor and a little shadowy figure, which is supposed to be Voldemort. Oh, is, oh I think that's cool. That, that oh, fact was cool. the most interesting one, so uh, let's go with that fact. So thanks for listening this week and chugging along on the Hogwarts Express with us. I'm potentially scarred by pumpkin pasties now. Uh, if you enjoyed following Harry's journey, then don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, CastBox. Uh, catch up with us next week as Wanderlust will attempt to catch our first glimpse of Hogwarts. If only that big lake wasn't in the way. <laughs> See you next time. Mischief managed. Hey! Hey! Hey. (laughs) Steph famously loves puns.